This podcast is designed for you to discover more about who you are, to challenge your old adopted beliefs, and to expand your awareness of what's really possible. I'm Adam Esco, and this is The Unspoken Agreements. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Unspoken Agreements podcast. This is Adam Esco. Thank you for being here. I don't say that enough. I, I'm, I'm grateful to have you listening to this. I'm grateful for those who take the time to uh, share that with me, to say, hey, you know, I this landed for me, this didn't land for me. Um, there's stuff that's resonating. And actually share with me what's resonating. Like, I love that feedback. Um, either way, whether it lands or not, it's really cool to hear from uh, people and connect in that way. And uh, again, that's something that I value a lot, connection. And we'll get to that into this episode. So those of you who don't know me, this might be the first time, or maybe you've heard a couple of the podcast episodes. I'll share a little bit about myself. I am someone that helps professionals that mostly feel trapped by their work. They have um, been living out their family expectations on what they should do. Sometimes they're just living out societal expectations on what they should or shouldn't do. And it's just not working for them. They want more. They don't know how to get it. They don't know where to start. Uh, they may have a couple ideas on what would be really fun and exciting, but they have no confidence uh, about all uh, on how to go about doing that because they, all, they see all of the areas in which they would fall short, all the areas, the things that they don't know. And so what I help them do is build their own dream, right? To, to have that really fulfilling work. They could build and create something that's truly their own, that's profitable, that gives them the financial security and also gives them all of the mindset, um, mindset tools, the emotional intelligence, the emotional resilience and the strategies, the action, step-by-step actions on what it is that they need to do to shift from really unfulfilling work that they feel trapped in and just into work that's really meaningful to them in a deep, deep way. That's the best. So if this is something that speaks to you, check me out, www.adamesco.com. Also want to give a shout out to Truthwork Media who produced this podcast. Uh, Michael is someone that I get to work one-on-one with, and I'm telling you, him and his team are fantastic. They walk you through everything. If you're trying to build a podcast this year, small business, big business, one person, you know, they'll, they could help all sizes, and uh, you check them out on the show notes on how to find them. So this is a great episode. Uh, it gets into a really deep discussion on is intention enough? Uh, this is a personal, there is no right or wrong here, right? Is intention enough? When you're having a conversation with someone, you have good intent and it doesn't land on, for the other person, right? You have a, it has an impact on this other person, but you had a good intent. Is intention enough or is impact important too? And I get into a really uh, personal discussion that I had with a, a friend of mine where I started to question this for myself. And so I think it's a great discussion. This is one that hopefully will be really pertinent to what's going on in the world um, and something that could maybe stretch you here, maybe open up your an awareness with yourself and help you uh, see things in a way that I started to see things a little bit differently. And hopefully more and more uh, times we ask ourselves this, when we start stretching ourselves in this way, we can start showing up in a different way and then real things can happen. So anyway, excited to hear your feedback. Enjoy this one. Let me know what you think. We judge ourselves by our intentions. 
and yet we judge others by their impact on us. We judge ourselves by our intentions. We judge others by how they impacted us. This is this literally happened in the last two weeks. And I'm going to walk through this whole story of how I really, really felt until I thought about this, that intentions was enough for me, right? Like what my intention, my the energy behind what it is that I said, my intent, like the intent of something. So I'm going to give a little backstory here. I have a friend that's black, and I'm going to say that I'm, I'm sharing the color of her skin because it specifically matters to the story. And we were having a Zoom call. We were talking one-on-one. And before I go through the rest of the story, the backstory is that a couple years ago, I became aware that I had a limiting belief, like self-doubt about myself uh, having the ability to speak articulately. I didn't, I, it was, I am not articulate. That was the thought that was going through my mind. I would see others and hear others speak well and really articulately, and I would just be so drawn to them. And I still am, by the way, like incredibly drawn. I'm like, wow, I, I wish I could speak like that. Like, I wish I had the ability to speak like that, and I, I don't. I, I stutter, I say, uh, I say like. You know, you'll probably hear some of that during this. And that was a thought that was going through my mind until I became aware of that and started to shift away from that and do some work around that. So when I, so when I was having this conversation with her, uh, she was sharing something very personal about herself. Uh, we had this back and forth sharing and I was just like mesmerized by how well she was speaking. Um, it was it was landing so effortlessly into me. I was receiving it so well. And like I say with many of my friends, I was like, you know, I, I just so appreciate you sharing those words with me. And then I was like, can I share something with you? Um, you are so articulate. You speak in such a cur- curious and thoughtful way. And then I was like, as a listener, this is something make it so easy to receive. And I was like really grateful for it. And there's a couple friends that I say that to now and now. And I'm trying to think like, why is it that I share that? Well, I think I share that with people because it's still such a deep desire for me. And I, I think I crave that feedback from others so that I could continue to build my belief towards being more and more and more articulate. So for me, I was projecting that desire onto her. Like I thought if she needed part uh, to feel more articulate or have that belief that she were articulate, I'd love to offer that feedback to her so she could build that confidence around that. I think that's what was going on subconsciously in my intent, in my intent of sharing that. So here's here's uh, what I remember getting uh, as a feedback to that. She really said, like, I, I really appreciate your comments. And she's like, I do want to offer you a thought. She's like, I, I'm sure you don't realize this, but telling a black person they articulate, even though it's intended as a compliment, like doesn't land, especially as it comes from a white person, because more often than not, the compliment comes from a place of surprise, uh, rather uh, because of the bias that many white people have that black people aren't intelligent or well-spoken. So basically she was sharing that, a lot of times 
white people have implicit biases that black people are not as intelligent or well-spoken as white people. And then she went on to share that, you know, she couldn't even tell me the number of times as a kid or even on job interviews that she was told, oh, you're so articulate. And she's like, of course I'm articulate. She's like, I, she, she had total belief and faith around that. And so she was like, why are people continuing to, to say that to me? And she was like, are white people complimented are being articulate as much as black people? Or is it that black people hear that, you know, a a higher amount than white people because they weren't assumed or expected to be? So she was bringing me into this awareness that I didn't have. Um, And she sent me an article that I read about microaggressions that go on different minority groups that show up over and over and over on daily lives, in their daily lives. And let me just pause and say, when she shared that with me, my very, very, very first reaction was, holy shit, what the fuck did I just do? It was, I, I the way I was receiving that in an instant was like, survival brain was kicking in, was like, I really offended this person. I'm so embarrassed. They don't like me. They're really upset. It felt very uncomfortable. Like I felt a, a flow, a rush of blood through my body into my brain, like literally for the first two seconds. And, and that's just something that I've done a lot of work <laughs> around and, and clearly we'll still have to do some, some work around. And that's just the, that's just the survival brain doing what it's doing, uh, that need to be liked a part of you. That's like acting up in the moment because it feels unsafe. And so, uh, you know, I was alone in, in uh, behind my computer screen and I noticed that was going on. And so I was able to breathe, uh, through that and, and, and let that pass. And then what I realized was, you know, I, I was like, well, how, how can I read more into what she said? I, I read that because so, she sent that to me via text. And I read it and I was like, I was like, okay, I felt the trigger. Let me read this again. And so I saw, started seeing the words that she was writing. And it's so amazing what happens now. The second thing that happens was the survival brain, the safety brain is still active. This, this subconscious mind, it started to look at, hey, like, you're you're not wrong here, right? Your intent was this is what this is like the the subconscious thought going through in my mind. I'm I'm going to share that. Your your intent was so pure. It was in total complimentary mode. It was to try to um, offer something uh, that would be of service to this other to this to your friend to this other person. So like you're not wrong. Like you did nothing wrong. That's basically what's going on. You did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. And I share that because it's just so funny um, as I sit and, and talk into the microphone at how often our mind, our subconscious mind, uh, uses this dialogue of being right as a measure of safety, right? It doesn't want to look at itself like it did anything wrong or bad or that's a bad person. It's the ego and the identity trying to defend itself, um, so, which is so funny. Um, um, it's funny to me. Uh, and that's probably why I do the work I do. So in the moment that's going on, I'm, I'm aware that that's going on. I'm able to breathe into it and just recognize that's going on. I'm feeling the emotions and the sensations in my body. And that provides a little bit of space for me to read it a third time. So then I read again what she's saying and I'm like, oh, okay, so there is something here that 
I am not aware to. Like, there is something that's landing from her that I was not aware of. There, there, my words here, though intent was pure, impacted in a way that doesn't land for her and it may not land for other people with black skin. So then I'm like, okay, so then what do I do with that, right? Because what do you do with that? Yeah, you have an, I come from a totally, I'm like so polarized, non-judgmental, like that is such a high value that almost like toxically high that I separate I, I come from such a non-judgmental place because I feel like if people are taking certain behaviors that are harmful for others, this is just an example, that they're often doing that because A, they're either ignorant to, again, what it is, how it is that they're impacting people, or they are operating from safety, self-preservation, fear-based uh, programming that's making them take behaviors to try to defend themselves, which is just what the mind does naturally. So I'm aware of that uh, for other people. It doesn't mean I condone, you know, certain behavior, um, but I could also um, protect, uh, have a decision to protect people and uh, at the same time have compassion for the people that are operating from this very dangerous uh, mind-based programming. And so th that's how I use non-judgment because I, I use it and I could I have capacity I have the capacity to have compassion for others and separate that um, their behavior is not them. Their behavior is just based off of old beliefs, fear, programming, what have you. And really them at their core, when they release all the fear and all the um, the 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 ignorance, if they were aware, they could operate from a totally different place. And that's probably uh, something that, that they would have loved to have. So I say that because when this is going on, I'm not judging myself that I, that I did anything wrong here. I still have the, the idea that my, that I was ignorant to something. I'm uh, like ignorant in a way that like it's a non-knowing and I check in. So I, I check in with, is that Adam, what you really want? And like you've, you love this person in a way they're they're a friend they're a human being they're they're a spiritual being what's the impact that you want to have on her and people like her uh, and i don't mean that like um black people i mean other people that you are ignorant to the way it lands to people if i want if one of my main goals right so i check back in what is it that i really want well one of my main goals is to to connect more deeply with other people. It doesn't mean everyone, but it means connect more deeply with other people and to have the ability to impact people in a way that could cause a shift for their life, to create real transformative change for them so they could live a, a better life for themselves, however they choose that. So what is it that I need to be aware of uh, when I'm talking to these people? I need to be kind of aware of the microaggressions and the words more than just the intent. It's it's the impact. Uh, even if I have a good intent, I need to check for the impact, check for the effect, if that's what I want. So then when I'm kind of re like having this moment of like, you know, glaze, I'm like checking in, it's this conversation of, okay, well, what is it that you want? And if you want to connect with people, if you want to have a greater impact with people, if if you want to bridge people together, which by the way is another thing that I would love to be, have that role, 
then how can you be aware of more than just intent? And, and so that was kind of like this, this is like the value conversation that's going on internally. And, and with that came like all these struggles, right? It was all these value conflicts like popping up over and over. It was like, well, Adam, you also, so I don't, so you might hear this from like, well, well, what do you mean? We can't just like not say everything and just in case we are afraid of, of how it's going to land with someone. And by the way, I feel that way. So, um, maybe I won't feel that way in a year, but I'm, I also have a extremely high value. Talk about polarizing value with non-judgment. I also have a extremely high value on freedom of expression. So how do you do, how do you have freedom of expression, right? Like being able to speak your mind, speak your peace, speak your being. And, um, how can you also be aware of impact? And I don't have an answer to this, but this was what was going on. Uh, it's like, well, I want to be able to speak my mind. I want to be able to speak freely. I want to be able to be free in my expression. Well, how do you do that with managing, um, you know, how it's going to land for people? I'm going to throw another wrench on this conversation. Okay. So we're going to bring up, so this is going super deep. So, so that there's no answer to that yet. Like that's just going on in my mind. Like that's uh, something I'm still working on. It's who is responsible for, so who, who's responsible for their thoughts and their emotions? And for me, the answer is me. For me, the answer is me. I want to be responsible for my emotions. So if someone says something that triggers and impacts me, I want to look at that and say, hey, what, what is it that's triggering me? Maybe someone, you know, calls me a, let's say if someone were to call me a, a, a bad father, like, yo, you're a terrible dad, right? I don't think that would, that would land because I have such a strong belief on myself as a, a father that it wouldn't, it would really just bounce right off. But let's say it did, right? For this example. Well, then I, then I want to, um, investigate, like, let's say I did get triggered and I, like, I was like, oh man, that made me really angry. Like, you know, fuck this person. What do they call me a bad dad? Are you kidding? Even if it was a joke, I felt triggered and I got like really offended from it. I'd want to look at that because the only way that could land for me, this is what I've learned, is that if something inside of me really had the belief that that were true, otherwise it would bounce off like it does now. But if, if that, if I get triggered from it, then there is some lie or myth inside of my belief system that actually believes that's true. And that's something I want to work at. So I love the idea of taking responsibility for my own emotions when I'm triggered by, you know, people in my life or something I hear on the news or a lot of times it's around, you know, just being afraid of feeling unsafe in some way. But that that's, I want to take on that responsibility. And I'm also aware that, you know, this kind of goes back to my initial conversation, uh, which is if I'm going to express something, people might not have that knowing or capacity or awareness that, that, Hey, you're, you're, you know, they might not know that you're, you're got to take, you know, taking responsibility for your life, your emotions, your thoughts is something that's extremely empowering. And so they might still operate from a place of, Hey, you said something and that really uh, affected me. So you made me feel like shit. They might be coming from that place. And the truth is, I just, I honestly go back to a selfish place with this. It's like, what do I want? Do I want to be able to cause a reaction to, to, to connect with people, to, um, have others, uh, 
improve, like benefit and grow themselves and to be able to investigate this for themselves? And if the answer is yes, which it is, right, to actually be a, a, a channel, a mechanism, a person that allows others to grow in, in all their form, right, not only finances, but personally, you know, get, let go of things in the past to expand, just be more expansive, then, then I want to be, then I'm willing to be and want to be more aware of the impact that my words have on others. And then I'm going to put that responsibility on myself. And in right, and I'll be honest, and sometimes like I'm giving this podcast and I want to be polarizing and I want to say things that are deeply personal to me, then guess what? I don't, then I don't care how it lands so much uh, with other people because it, I'm also aware that whatever I say is not going to uh, land with everybody and it's not my intention for it to land with everybody. So there's times I'm going to be valuing my uh, expression in whatever it is that I'm saying and there's going to be times where I'm looking at a person or talking to someone that I really want to connect with or I, uh, or there, there is a breakthrough there that, that I want to value more than um, just, just expressing things whatever, uh, in whatever way possible. Basically, this conversation is what it does is it opens me up to make more conscious choices, to make better decisions and tap into, okay, what is it that I want to value at this time? Uh, what is it that I really want in certain situations and ask those questions um, so that I could uh, to honor myself in that way. And then it, with the people that I'm speaking with, where even though I may have good intentions, but I, that that I know that my words or my being can impact them, maybe I can choose uh, to be intentional with my words in a way that will impact them in the better service for them, if that's something that is important to me. So deep discussion. Um, love to hear your thoughts on this one. Uh, intent versus impact. You know, judge. It started off by saying, "Hey, are we judging? We judge ourselves by our intentions, but we judge others by how they impact you. So, how can we uh, shift that? Right? How, do we want to? I don't, I don't. I'm not a big big fan of judgment in general, but do we want to just remove the judgment? Um, what is it that we want to have in terms of our relationships with others, with, with the words that we speak? Is it going to be just, you know, coming from a place of, Hey, my intention was this, I'm sorry if you received that way, or is it that, which is fine if that's what you want, or is it, Hey, I, I did have pure intentions. And I'm also aware that, um, my words landed short and may have impacted you in a negative way. And I want to take responsibility from that and do better. Right. And, and so we, and there's a lot going on thankfully, with racial injustice and plenty of other movements right now. So so how is it that do you want to elevate yourself more than just your intentions and you want to include impact? And when do you uh, want to let, let yourself off the hook and just not include that and, and just and be able to have your expression? It's, it's a really fascinating discussion. Love to hear from you on this. Check for effect, check for impact, but also really, really check for what matters deeply inside of you so you could honor yourself too. Amazing. Love you. Hey everyone. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please visit me at www.adamesco.com. 